Welcome to the Active Marketer Podcast, where we talk about how to design, automate, and scale your business to the next level using sales and marketing automation. You can find out all the tips, tactics, and techniques you need to get more customers and sell more stuff over at theactivemarketer.com. Now, here's your host, Barry Moore. Welcome to the Active Marketer Podcast, sponsored by theactivemarketer.com. I'm your host, Barry Moore, and this is the podcast for marketers and business owners who want to find out more about sales funnels and marketing automation. This week's episode, we continue on with our payment series. Last week, we were looking at Shopify, which is a hosted solution uh, for that more kind of traditional shopping cart scenario where you've got multiple products you want to put into the cart, and then you want to take all those products to the checkout uh, and check out multiple products all at once. Well, in this week's episode, we're going to be talking about WooCommerce. And WooCommerce, um, unlike Shopify, is a WordPress plugin. So it plugs into the rest of your WordPress website and allows you to do a similar sort of thing. You know, put multiple products in, one product A, product B, and then go to the checkout. But you can also do other stuff like run subscriptions uh, and digital products as well. Uh, So we're going to talk to Jason Kadalik about that. And more importantly, we're going to talk to him about how you can get WooCommerce to talk to active campaigns. So you can be running smart follow-up sequences based on what particular product somebody's bought. So every time somebody buys a product, that becomes a tag inside of active campaign. You can use that to run post-purchase sequences or cross-sell, upsell sequences and that kind of thing. And that's done using his extension or his plugin called Active Woo. So we're going to talk all about that with Jason. But first, before we do that, of course, we have the shameless social proof segment, which is very difficult to say. Uh, This week um, in the shameless social proof segment, we are going to go to the Australian iTunes store and read out a five-star review from Simon M. Five stars. Excellent podcast uh, that has helped to demystify the process of marketing automation. Looking forward to future episodes and finding the time to apply these gems myself. Well, thank you very much, Simon. I do appreciate you taking the time to go and leave us a rating and review on iTunes. And if you would like me to read out your rating and review on a future Shameless Social Proof segment, then by all means, head over to iTunes, rate and review the podcast. It also helps drive us up the rankings a little bit, which makes it easier for other business owners and marketers just like you to find this podcast and apply all the gems that we talk about uh, in the show. So really help me out. So we run to head over to iTunes, um, rate and review the show, and I might be reading your review out next week. All right, I'll be back at the end of the interview, but let's get into this week's episode with Jason Cadillac from ActiveWoo. All right, I'd like to welcome to the show Jason Kadlik from Active Woo. Uh, Jason, welcome. Thank you. Um, I've got a lot of questions from the listeners uh, about Active Woo, so that I want to get you on to talk first of all about WooCommerce uh, as a, as a shopping cart solution, and then um, secondly about what Active Woo can do to help you integrate WooCommerce uh, directly with Active Campaign. So. Maybe we just start off with the WooCommerce bit. Uh, I used it a while back, but I haven't touched it in years, so I'm not the expert at it in what it can and can't do these days. So um, maybe for those listeners who aren't terribly familiar, if you give us a little bit of a background on WooCommerce. Yeah, WooCommerce is the WordPress-based shopping cart. So if you have a WordPress site, 
for me anyway, it always made the most sense if you're going to use a shopping cart to just use WooCommerce because the two are already inherently and natively integrated with one another. Very similar to WordPress, WooCommerce is actually, well, actually WooCommerce is now owned by Automatic, which is the company that owns WordPress. But similar to WordPress, it's an open platform, meaning anybody who wants to can create uh, and extend functionality, uh, the functionality of WooCommerce. So ActiveWoo is a perfect example of that, where WooCommerce publishes how to uh, to interact with it. And uh, if you're a developer and you want to extend the functionality of, of WooCommerce, then you're free to do so, which is awesome because a lot of things that you might want a shopping cart to do, such as integrate with ActiveCampaign, somebody has probably built a, a plugin to do it uh, or an extension to do it. So in addition to WooCommerce having its own library of, uh, of extensions, um, there's also third-party developers like myself who make both free and, and paid extensions to uh, to enhance the functionality of WooCommerce. And when you know, back in the day when I when I was playing with it, it was mostly for the kind of you know the traditional kind of shopping cart where it's like you you grab product A and you put it in your cart and you grab product B and, and product C and then go to the checkout. So obviously, it's probably still strong at that, but. Are there other places you could put it into use, like um, if you're selling subscriptions or, you know, if you want to do one-off uh, product sales with an upsell or a downsell? Uh, can, is uh, WooCommerce good at that? Uh, it is, and I, I hesitate to say that because whenever I answer a lot of these questions, I, I, I sort of have to answer it either from my perspective or from maybe a listener's perspective. So being a developer, I, I love it because their documentation is so easy to follow and it's clear. So when, when you when anyone asks me, can WooCommerce do this or that? I mean, my, my instant reaction is always like, yeah, of course it can. <laughs> yeah, sure. uh, is it is it easy to do that? Uh, it's easy for me to make it do that. Is it easy for everyone to do it? Uh, subscriptions certainly. Uh, there's a number of of uh, a number at least two subscriptions um, plugins that I, that I'm aware of and, and have worked with that I find to be really really simple to set up and create make recurring billing uh, really really simple and doing all kinds of kind of the fancier recurring billing to uh, to just straight up, this is a monthly membership, you buy it and we'll charge you every month, ship something every month, uh, or have a digital style subscription where you, know, you, you get charged every month. Um, so certainly subscriptions is easy. I've done, um, actually the, the activewoo.com site's kind of an, an example of of how you can kind of create a one page order form. My site skips the cart page because I'm only selling a single product from a single page. So there's no sense in like adding that to your basket and then going from kind of a basket page to the final checkout page. So uh, it's, there are plugins that make it that do that as well. Um, it's just sort of like the little tricks of making sort of WooCommerce do these different things so that you can, for example, just have a, a add to cart button somewhere and someone clicks that and you just go directly to a checkout page. Uh, it's also possible to create with a plugin um, like a single product checkout page. So you can have it set up so that you have a shop, uh, your store, someone goes to a product to view a product and the, and the checkout is right underneath that product details, for example. So again, it's, it is good at putting things in the basket, but in terms of what a lot of marketers want to do is to create these just kind of singular checkout pages where you might have sort of, the squeeze page with all the benefits of your product or your offer, and then a big buy button and someone clicks that buy button and it just goes directly to the checkout page. It is possible to do that with WooCommerce. Uh, and it's a smart thing to do if you're, if you're creating a sales page like that. 
Yeah, so most of the cards we've talked about in the payment series so far have been kind of, you know, the SAM cards or Active Relay or Thrive card where it's, uh, you know, you're just kind of selling a single kind of subscription or information type product. So if you wanted to put multiple things in the card and check out all together, you really don't have, don't have that functionality with um, don't have that functionality with those other platforms. So, but it's nice that you know with Woo you have the flexibility of of doing that if you want having multiple multiple products in the cart. Um, but if you don't, if you want to follow the more traditional kind of internet marketing style product straight to the cart and go, um, uh, you can do that. Yeah. It's not super obvious of how to do that out of the box. Uh, it does take maybe a couple of searches on Google to figure out how to do it. Um, I, now I can't even remember off the top of my head if, if you have to add like one little thing to uh, your themes functions file or if you have to install uh, like a free plugin to do it. Um, if you were to go to, to the site and you actually kind of hover your mouse over uh, the add to cart button, you just kind of to the end of the URL, it's just the you add the question mark and then add to cart equals and then the ID of the product. Right. And that's that's sort of this sort of workaround. And that's that's probably, you know, WooCommerce's greatest benefit or the thing I love most about it, but also what people might hate about it is that stuff is not so intuitive. You know, it does take a few Googles to be like, how do I just create a button and then skip the cart page that just goes straight to the cart? Um, you know, so many times that's just a simple thing. I just have this one product and I just want to sell this one thing. But really quickly people often start to get more complicated without realizing it. Well, well, I want to offer this product, but I want to offer it as a, as a one-time payment or as like a multi-pay with a subscription, or I want to add this product, but I also, I want to create a, a bundling page where I can create the small, medium and large offer that contain different things. And, uh, and sometimes those things are digital and physical. Uh, and when you do those things, again, the, the flexibility, this is what I like about WooCommerce is, is I find it is easy to create like a product bundle and then you're still adding that cart product bundle. So the, the same uh, the same sort of workaround is, is what you use where you create a, a bundled product and then you just add that bundle to the cart. And then that makes it easy if you do have to integrate um, digital and physical goods together. Yeah, where those other platforms fall down, um, you know, like Sam Card or whatever, is when it comes to that those physical type products, you know, they're, they, they seem mostly geared toward online digital or, you know, non-physical type products. And if, but if you have to have to physically ship something out to somebody, um, they really seem to fall down in that regard. And I think, you know, that's kind of where WooCommerce started its life was the traditional shopping cart where you, you know, you're delivering physical goods. And, and I know too, there's tons of plugins around shipping and taxes and all that kind of stuff. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's very deep how, much you can configure those things in and you need to run all the different tax rates. Um, I've set up WooCommerce carts where we were selling in the United States and in Canada. Uh, that client used um, ShipStation as the sort of uh, middleware between us and Amazon Fulfillments, so fulfilled by Amazon, which was the way to go. We were shipping pallets of uh, of the product through the border into Canada and then selling in Canada so that our, you know, our shipping and handling didn't have to be more than the cost of the product itself, right? If we were going to try to ship that from the United States into Canada, uh, if you're doing significant enough volume, it does make more sense to just have somebody like Amazon do the fulfillment for you. You ship the stuff um, into Canada. And at the border, they basically check to see if your business is in good standing, if you've been paying your, your various uh, sales tax back to, to Canada. 
Um, and so there's a, yeah, when you're Canadian sales tax, you have your, your provincial level sales tax. Uh, and then there's a couple other things and it's, it's actually pretty easy to just upload a CSV file. And then again, on Google, you'll find people who've already just published these things. And then you just upload that into WooCommerce and then you're ready to go in terms of charging sales tax and then being able to, to calculate all that stuff and, and remit that to the Canadian government. Um, same thing, selling and shipping in the United States. Sometimes you, uh, depending on the state that you're based in, you have to charge state and then also local sales taxes. And so, you know, I'm not the, uh, uh, a super expert in, in setting in, in the bookkeeping and accounting side of that. But if, uh, if you are selling physical goods and you are using something like fulfilled by Amazon, then you should definitely check with a bookkeeper or someone who's knows what to do with that information. But, uh, you still have to charge that. If you are selling uh, physical goods in the United States, you've got to charge sales tax. Yeah, if you think it's expensive to ship to Canada, have a look at Australia sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, I'm sure. Fulfilled by Amazon is pretty amazing, though. I mean, you, you can really just kind of use that, and their their fees were very low for what we were shipping. I mean, it, it goes up and down, but, uh, but we found it to be uh, a, a very, very reasonable service. Uh, especially if you're already selling that same product through an Amazon store. Um, and if you're not, then it's, it's kind of trivial. If you're going to ship a bunch of inventory into uh, Amazon, then you could just kind of tick a box. And then all of a sudden that product is now available in the Amazon marketplace. Uh, so, you know, if someone's searching on Amazon for your product, they didn't search it on Google. They're just in Amazon looking for it. You could still sell it there. You could also sell it from your own site, you know, bundled with digital product. So that's, uh, WooCommerce is definitely if you're going to do physical product and you're already you know have a WordPress based site, then to me WooCommerce is the no brainer. That's what you should be using. Yeah, unfortunately Amazon still doesn't know where Australia is either. So <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. that it's they're not based it's, it's yeah. lonely down here. Um, okay, so how would you it, so talking about that? How would you compare it to the kind of more dedicated? Um, shopping platforms like Shopify or big commerce or something along those lines? Uh, you know, the experience that I've had with WooCommerce has always been involved with um, people who are also doing some kind of digital or membership based fulfillment. And for those reasons, and because of the customizations required, my first major WooCommerce setup was they wanted to use WooCommerce to bundle like ticketing, um, an event, but they needed to acquire a bunch of information about the person as they were kind of selling the tickets and that level of customization, they wanted it to all be through their site. Um, perhaps it's available through Shopify, but, um, I'm, I'm primarily WordPress, you know, WordPress developer. And so I tend to look for WordPress, WordPress based solutions because it's what I know. So in terms of uh, when I had to judge these different platforms against one another, for me, it wasn't so much what's the best platform, but what can we do that's going to make this, um, you know, happen quickly and, and affordably. And that's always been, you know, WordPress and WooCommerce for me. That's not necessarily a, a fact, but I, I don't, again, cause I didn't, don't want to come up the learning curve of how would I ever do that on Shopify and then push all that information into something like active campaign or push all that info into, um, uh, into Infusionsoft. So with, uh, with like something like a gravity forms integration with, uh, with WooCommerce, it was possible to essentially pull in all this information, set tags and set up various follow-up based on, on the purchase and 
when I kind of was just trying to figure out how to do things, it just seemed like there's a lot more information on how to get that all set up when you when you look at WooCommerce than, than Shopify or BigCommerce or anything else. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, you just sparked a little question in my mind there as well. Is can you do can you do events? Like, can you sell tickets to events with WooCommerce? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, again, it's all done through various extensions, but um, uh, one calendar that I'm aware of is called the Tribe Events Calendar, and I know they have a, a WooCommerce ticketing integration that's kind of specific for that. Where um, I think they might even now have like iPhone-based app where you can actually scan people's tickets in, and it's going to let you know if people have arrived or not arrived. Uh, otherwise, you can just kind of sell the ticket as a digital good and tell people to kind of bring their their printout with you uh, with them. Uh, there's a lot of different ways you can kind of get around it. Uh, but yeah, you can definitely sell tickets. And again, because you could set a limited quantity of a, uh, you, know, you could kind of make it like a physical good with a uh, with a quantity. Uh, there's like it, it really with WooCommerce, the sky's the limit. Anything you could think of doing. It's worth a, a quick Google search to see if anyone's already written a, a plugin or an extension that does that. Because uh, again, with WooCommerce being completely open source, you know you don't have to necessarily wait for like the people at Shopify or the people at Big Cartel to open up that particular API to make that available. Um, you know you can either do it or you can hire someone and to just custom build it. Uh, where or again, there's gonna eventually there's gonna be a limitation to what can be done with Shopify or with Big Cartel based on what they're willing to let their, their APIs do. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, which is a perfect segue talking about extensions. Um, you know, you came into my circle of awareness via ActiveWoo and some of the listeners and members um, using that to interface WooCommerce with ActiveCampaign. So obviously when you're selling your products, you want you know post-purchase follow-up sequences and uh, welcome sequences. And if it's some sort of expendable product, you know, you want to get them back to, you know, reorder, et cetera. So interfacing with Active Campaign or your marketing automation platform is super important. So um, maybe you could tell listeners a little bit about ActiveWoo and what's possible with that ActiveWoo extension. Sure. So um the, the plugin got its start when uh, I actually wanted to migrate a client from a more expensive uh, CRM uh, over to uh, to Active Campaign, and the basics of what we were doing were were the same. You know, the expensive one versus Active Campaign, which is that uh, as soon as someone purchases, we want to wait a couple. Well, actually, first we wanted to start with kind of an abandoned cart where, um, and actually the the inspiration for the abandoned cart came from wanting to simplify the checkout process down so that when you arrive at the checkout page, uh, all you see is, uh, is first name, last name, email, and then a continue button. And I like that just because I don't like to see all a ton of fields. And that was actually uh, kind of uh, modeled after what Big Cartel does. So uh, her shop had originally been on Big Cartel. Then it went to like another platform and she wanted to just kind of lower costs down and, uh, and also kind of move the whole site from Big Cartel to uh, to WordPress. So, but one of the things she loved about Big Cartel was this kind of like slim down checkout process where you start with just first name, last name, email, and you click the next button, and then the rest of the billing and shipping info loads in just so that you don't kind of have this overwhelm of, oh, I got to fill out all these fields. So, with uh, ActiveWoo, if you enable the uh, cart recovery feature, then this will uh, kind of do that to the WooCommerce checkout page where you'll see sort of step one your contact information and then step two, uh, billing and, uh, and 
and shipping and stuff. So you put in that and you hit continue. What that does is it pushes the contact into active campaign with a with some tags, and the tags are built off of the SKU in in uh, WooCommerce. Um, another sync between WooCommerce and a CRM that I've used kind of required you to go in and specify product by product which tags uh, would go into the CRM, and I found that to be kind of cumbersome. You know, if every product has a SKU, why not just use the SKU as the tagging convention? Because most people already have SKUs set up on their products and kind of know what the SKU is just by sight. I chose to use that for ActiveWoo. So um, whatever's in their basket, they arrive at the checkout page. They put in their name, their email, they hit continue. That contact's now been added into uh, ActiveCampaign with whatever tags uh, are associated to whatever products are in the basket. And then essentially you can use that to then send follow-up emails if they don't complete the purchase within a given amount of time. If a uh, customer completes the purchase, then another set of tags are added again based off the SKU. Also, you can use the product uh, the, the product category and the product tags um, in WooCommerce to basically put the, the contacts into either different lists or into different uh, follow-ups. So a good example of that would be um, Let's say that you're selling, um, you know, like laptops. So someone buys a laptop, uh, but they don't buy a laptop bag. So you could use Active Campaign after a bit to send a follow up to say, hey, we noticed you bought a laptop. Do you want to check out a coupon code on some laptop bags? Right. So you could use the, uh, the product categories to do that. Right. So if they buy a laptop in any product, like any laptop, you could put in your laptops would probably be in some kind of laptop category. So that laptop category tag would then put that uh, con- that purchaser, the customer, into a follow-up sequence, which then you know suggests a laptop bag um, would be an example of of how you could sort of do that and how ActiveWoo would help that. So 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 like so they buy something and you just have an automation in there that says right any purchasing category X, uh, we'll look to see if they have tag you know product Y. If they don't, then we'll try and upsell them. Is that how it goes? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. And, and, uh, so you can, there's the, the sort of amount of rules and stuff you can do gets, uh, is pretty exciting because in addition to tags, uh, I'm also syncing the total revenue spent and the last date purchased. So you can use those custom fields, uh, to, to do all kinds of different rules. So like, for example, if, uh, every time a purchase happens, um, ActiveVoo has like a default tag. So you can use that default tag to start an automation on every purchase. And that automation could do something like check to check their total revenue field, check what tags they have or don't have. And then based on that, um, send different follow-up emails, right? To be more targeted with the follow-up. Um, or you can also just do that in terms of like, if you wanted to do a mass email at some point, Hey, let's find everybody who's bought a laptop, but not a bag and, and tell them we've got new laptop bags. Or, um, you know, or give me a different product category. I'll come up with a better analogy. But that's the idea, right? If you know in um, an active campaign what people have purchased and you know that based on what tags they have or don't have, then you can you can be a lot more targeted about your your marketing. And so did you say that there's a you, you get you install a kind of a almost a customer lifetime value field? Is that is that what you meant? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So you can uh, you can track the total amount of revenue spent by a customer over there uh, over the lifetime. And, um, and what what I um, what I did was also create a, a sort of a backwards sync 
because a lot of people who've been using WooCommerce, maybe they've been using it a long time and, they, and they've just maybe discovered an active campaign and how much easier it is to use active campaign versus something like MailChimp or, or MadMimi to, to do sort of these different segmentations or to do like emails that have different content in the email based on what tags you have or don't have. And, uh, but they've already got a ton of orders in WooCommerce. So you can go back and resync all those. And in doing so, it will accrue uh, in a custom field the total amount of revenue spent uh, by, by each customer. Very cool. And how are you doing that additive total in Active Campaign? Like, you know it's just like a custom I, field. Like, if I'm I, the, if sort I, of the in and out of it is uh, when the customer is purchasing, um, an API call happens where we fetch that uh, that contacts custom field if if they're an existing contact if they're not an existing contact then we just get ready to set that to set the um the, the total of the cart into that field but um so as the purchase is happening we, we've grabbed their email address uh, the billing email so a call goes out to active campaign essentially says hey does this contact exist and if that contact does exist we pull back some custom fields and one of those would be the the total revenue field and then we're going to take that total revenue number. We're going to add the current cart total to it. And then um, when the tags are pushed, we also push all that um, uh, custom field data. So in addition to, to total revenue field, you can optionally also sync the customer's billing address. So again, uh, cust- uh, active campaign by default starts with just a couple of uh, fields, like for first name, last name, email. But there's actually, unless I think unless you're using the, the CRM part, uh, it doesn't really collect their their actually physical mailing address yeah. so in active woo if you enable that i want to track billing addresses then active woo will add uh, custom fields to your active campaign for billing uh street uh, city state country zip code and then with purchasing all that information is going to get synced along with total revenue um and then also uh active woo can integrate with the woocommerce custom checkout fields. So there's an extension for WooCommerce, which allows you to add any uh, checkout field you want to your, your checkout. So uh, let's say that you wanted to have like, uh, I'll give you an example of where that might be uh, useful. It would be sort of like the ordered notes. Um, I'm a, I love stand-up paddle surfing and I recently ordered a stand-up paddle uh, from, uh, from a company and I had to tell them where I wanted the paddle cut. So that could be something where that might be a custom field at the checkout. Where do you want your paddle? Tell us the length and number of inches of where you want your paddle cut or something like that. Uh, at the moment, that's also what some people are doing to create a opt-in box. So, um, you know, you can either just assume that, that people want to be opted into your newsletter when they make a purchase. Um, or you could do something like just send a, an email out, say, hey, uh, thank you so much for making a purchase. You've been added to our newsletter. If you don't want to be on our newsletter, click here to opt out. Different countries have different rules yeah. about how you want to um, approach that. Um, some countries will require that there is a an actual opt-in box. So currently, you would you would add that, like also tick this box if you want to be added to our newsletter. You know, otherwise you're sort of only going to be using this for transactional emails. Um, that said, um, uh, in a pretty soon upcoming version, I'm going to make that just a default where you can check that and not require uh, the extra extension uh, in order to surface a, a checkbox like, yes, add me to the newsletter or no, don't add me to the newsletter. Very cool. That total revenue box, does that update to like if someone does a refund or a cancel or whatever? 
yeah. So refund oh, cool. syncing is um, is actually not yet built in right now. It's sort of like a front. Uh, it's in drive only. There's no reverse gear <laughs> right, right. Um, to like un- unsync those tags. If you purchase something and then refund, you know, do I remove those tags? Do we do we back out the number? Um, it's a little confusing because WooCommerce does allow for partial refund. So like if you bought three products and got refunded for one out of the three, yeah, of course. You know how does that get handled? It gets very complicated very quickly. Um, the uh, I've, I've run it by a few of the, of the users of ActiveVoo and kind of polled them on what they would expect and what they want. And so far, everybody's told me that they don't actually use the partial refund. That if someone's going to get refunded, they get refunded all the way. So uh, that's what the plugin will do. Is um, it's going in WooCommerce? You uh, you can set a status of the order and the uh, order statuses are things like processing on hold complete refunded canceled so in this case once the order status goes to refunded then active will will assume a total refund and it's going to uh it's gonna uh i prefer tags to be additive i hate removing tags actually and it's something that just sort of is that that's been my experience using um CRMs in conjunction with membership sites that if, if, if there's kind of like a tag history, like, oh, they purchased this thing and then here's the tag. So there's the purchase tag and then here's the refund tag. You can kind of see from the tags. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what happened. This is the date they purchased. This is the date they refunded because both tags are present. Yeah. So I probably wouldn't remove any tags, but you'll see the, the tags of what they purchased and then those same tags uh, as refunds. And then what, then I would also, yeah, uh, back out the, the amount. Um, of that purchase from their total revenue. Yeah, the other that's cool. The other cool thing I was thinking about when you were talking about the total revenue thing is you could like you know for those post purchase automations and stuff, you could also set up lead scoring in there. So every time that total revenue value is you know changes, you you can or every time there's a purchase or whatever, they get a an ex, some expiring lead points that expire after whatever ninety days or something. So you you could have an instant lead score for who your best customers are, and then that could trigger sending them some sort of coupon special as well. It's some really uh, groovy shit you could do with that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can even just sort your, your list, right? You can yeah. just sort your list by, uh, uh, by revenue and then to t- just to figure out where you want to draw the line say, all right, you know, yeah, everyone who's, who's spent over this, you know, gets a, uh, you know, gets a free upgrade or, or whatever you want to do. Sure. Yeah. But that, that total revenue that, you know, but with the lead scoring, you could take into account recency as well, you know? So, yeah, there's a date of last purchase uh, that's oh, yeah. also cool. being cool. uh, created and synced through through ActiveVoo. So, absolutely, yeah, you can you can factor recency into there uh, as well for sure. Nice, nice. Uh, all right, Jason. So, if someone wants to get started with WooCommerce, kind of what's the what's the best way, or where's, where's the first place they should go? Right. So, uh, WooCommerce is you know it's quote unquote free, but it's it's <laughs> it's it's inexpensive. But it, I think it's a far shot to really call it free. Uh, you, you get started for free, and if you only wanted to use like PayPal, um, and actually, interestingly enough, uh, Amazon Checkout, you could use both uh, PayPal and Amazon Checkout, and then it would be free um, because you're going to need a payment gateway, right? So WooCommerce is your shopping cart, mm-hmm. and uh, and not your your actual payment gateway, right? So uh, every shopping cart is is those two components: the cart, meaning organizing your products, setting how much they should cost, whether they should. Uh, add tax or not add tax, whether they should ship, um, you know, add shipping or not add shipping, what what uh, shipping methods you want to offer, 
uh, all that kind of stuff. That's the that's the job of your shopping cart in this case WooCommerce. Then the second part of every cart is the billing gateway sure. or gateways, which is if you're going to process credit cards, you could use something like Authorize.net, Stripe, um, uh, or a number of different you know merchant gateways that will actually bill the customer's card and then transfer that money, put it into your account, but also send back to the shopping cart, send back to WooCommerce the signal that yeah, this person did make. Uh, that we, we were able to clear the money off their card. So now take them to that next step, which would be a thank you page or an active uh, case. It's listening for that payment completed message from the, from the biller. Um, and when that happens, then the sync happens. It kind of waits for, for the payment complete message to fire. So, um, so your next step after installing WooCommerce is going to be to figure out who you want to use to process credit cards um, they may also now be be offering a free Stripe integration. I'm not I'm not 100% sure about that. Um, when I set up ActiveWoo, which also obviously uses uh, WooCommerce, I ended up using a product called Subscriptio, which I got off of Code Canyon because for $17 I got um, a Stripe integration, which is kind of cheaper than at the time WooCommerce was selling. I think Stripe integration either for $49 or $79, so I I chose to just spend $17 and um, and just use that. So Subscriptio is my, you know, uh, interface or extension that hooks up my WooCommerce to my Stripe account. And um, I chose Stripe just because it was, again, it was very inexpensive and like ridiculously easy to get set up. Uh, I just went to Stripe.com and just put in my my name and details. I don't even think I ever I even talked to a human. I think I was like accepting credit cards that same day. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, so that's pretty much it. Like if you're just selling, you know, digital goods. Um, you install your WooCommerce, you, inst- you figure out what extension you're going to use um, to accept credit cards, and then you're, you're pretty much done at that point if you're, if you're just selling digital products. Um, are there any kind of must-have extensions that the new uh, WooCommerce site should be aware of? Um, I, it really depends on what you're selling. Right. You know, uh, If you're going to sell physical product, then I love... Um, the fact that you can, I actually I'm thinking about all the different products I've done. I set up a site for Stand Up Paddle Board Company, and it was really awesome because they they ship really really big stuff, right? Some of these Stand Up Paddle Boards are like 11 and 12 feet long, and they do ship international. And uh, uh, and they and they have a and have had for years an account with FedEx, and we were able to use the FedEx API. Uh, so there's a FedEx extension for WooCommerce, and you basically tell it. Through WooCommerce, you say, okay, these are the boxes that I have, and these are the size of the products. And then it kind of does the math in the background on the fly. So when someone's putting together from that company, so that would be, um, let me see if I can remember the domain properly. Give these guys a, a plug, too. They're, they're really cool. A surfboard company out of um, Santa Barbara. Yeah, so SUPSports.com. Yep. So SUPSports.com, so you can you know buy a, a paddleboard, your paddle, um, maybe a surf mat, like whatever kind of stuff you want, and then it's going to figure out of all the things you just bought, how big a box or how many boxes do you need, and you can kind of like tell it this product always ships in its own box. This these things can be boxed up together, and then it runs that against the uh, the FedEx API, um, and you give it your FedEx account number. So if you have like you know if you've done whatever you need to do to get better shipping rates or whatever your shipping rates are from FedEx. And we just, we tried, we beta tested, we tested it a bunch and every single time we did any kind of like combination of products, um, 
and then we punched in the same thing into directly into their FedEx account. The uh, the the shipping was always the same, but uh, yeah. So it's some kind of um, some kind of shipping plugin. Very cool. All right, we might wrap it up there, Jason. Thanks so much for coming on and sharing all that uh, killer woo commerce knowledge with us. Um, the best place for people to reach out to you and find more information about what you do in uh, in about Active Woo. ActiveWoo.com. Uh, there's a little uh, uh, help link at the bottom. It should load up a little uh, Zendesk kind of chat thing. So. You can just pop that in there and it'll create a ticket for me. I'm happy to answer uh, any additional questions uh, there. Thank you so much. Awesome. No worries. Thanks so much for coming on and uh, look forward to seeing you online. Okay. Thanks, Barry. All right. We mentioned a lot of stuff in that episode, a lot of links. So if you want to head over to the show notes, you can find those over at theactivemarketer.com forward slash six nine. For episode 69. And while you're there at theactivemarketer.com, by all means, have a look around, look at the blog, check out the other episodes. Tons of great marketing resources there on how you can put marketing automation to work in your business. We'll see you on next week's episode. In the meantime, get out there and design, automate, and scale your business to the next level with sales and marketing automation. See you, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Active Marketer Podcast. You can find the show notes and all the latest marketing automation news over at theactivemarketer.com.